Well, good evening, everybody. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. We're glad you're here tonight. We got a great show for you. Um, to all you women out there, alms, because this is National Women's Day or something like that. I don't do any of the days very well. <laughs> I'm not a very Hallmark guy, but we're going to celebrate that with a great story out of Elements Health Clubs uh, here in Lane County. Um, someone who works there. Uh, she's awesome, and she has a great story that you're going to really love. Bill will be here with the weather or the news. <laughs> the weather. I'm thinking weather because it's snowing right now here in Montana. Uh, we got about uh, maybe a half an inch or something out there. Um, then we're going to take you back east to Washington, D.C. did an interview a little while ago with Jesse Lee, a country singer from Estacada, Oregon, who's kind of like my roving reporter back there. She's been kind of keeping us up to date on what's going on. And tomorrow's the big to-do. And so she's right next to the to-do over in the ta-da, and she's getting real close to everything. So it should be really fun to talk to her and find out her uh, hit on that. Kim Stark will be here with Elements of a Healthy Life. And then we're going to close because Elements and Brian just love those stories. I got the coolest hotel in Redmond, Oregon. It's the oldest hotel in town, and a new company came in, vibed it up a lot and made it the coolest place. They even plant a tree. When you stay there, they plant a tree in your name, um, not on the property, but somewhere in the country. So it's uh, really environmental and kind of cool that they're really nice people. So that's in Redmond, Oregon. So uh, got a lot of stuff coming up for you. Our sponsors tonight are Elements Health Clubs of Lane County. If you're looking for a gym um, and a family, this is the place to go. We have two, three different locations. Excuse me, one on in Springfield, over off Gateway, kind of at that area. One on West Eugene, way out by where Chamber, uh, where uh, Beltline comes in. And then we have one at Oakway. Um, and so you can sign up to go to one of each of the gyms or you can use all three. Uh, it's kind of up to you. There's different membership available and that kind of stuff. But I'll warn you, when you go there, you're not joining just a gym. You're joining a family of people and they will keep you accountable. So let's start off. We'll get our open going. We got Bill London and he's got a ton of news for us and we'll get you all informed and then we'll get you entertained. Here we go. Who puts up with this? That's what I don't understand. Bring the lion out. Bring the, bring the lion. Um, tonight on our show, we're going to have. Hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun? that you get to comment on the news. There's a cost. Oh yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun is because... I'll see you at five. Good evening from the News Radio, 1120 AM and 93.7 FM, KPNW Studios. I'm Bill London, sometimes known as Jorge Svengard Gunter London, co-host of the Wake Up Call, 6 AM to 9, Monday through Friday mornings here on KPNW. And President Joe Biden made it official this morning, announcing a ban on all imports of Russian oil, gas, and energy to the United States, targeting what many consider to be the main artery of Russia's economy amid President Vladimir Putin's war on Ukraine. Biden, though, warned Americans the ban would cost American families. We're experiencing the highest gas prices since 2008, with the national gas average reaching more than four bucks a gallon. 
the highest average to date, according to AAA. The president has promised to do what he can to minimize pain at the pumps at home. The president, speaking from the White House, said the ban had strong bipartisan support in Congress, and he believes the country. However, not all of Russia is on board with a similar ban because they lack domestic oil production, which is something we actually do have in this country. Currently, Russia accounts for about 7% of all the oil and petroleum products coming into the U.S. and well over half a million barrels a day. Biden said that he was going to be talking to OPEC and Venezuela about increasing output. But just a day ago, OPEC indicated it would not increase output and said no one entity could make up for the 7 million barrels a day currently being produced by Russia. And as far as pain at the pumps at home here in Oregon, Gas prices have risen 51.2 cents a gallon in the last week, averaging 4.48 a gallon statewide. Prices are 61.2 cents per gallon higher than a month ago and a buck 52 higher a gallon than a year ago. House Bill 4113, which expands cancer coverage for firefighters, was signed into law by Oregon Governor Kate Brown today. That law extends the list of cancers under state law considered an occupational disease for firefighters. According to the CDC, cancer is the leading cause of death among firefighters and research Research suggests that firefighters are at a higher risk of certain types of cancers when compared to the general population. While brushing aside the healthcare industry's pleas for a delay, the Oregon Health Authority launched its new quote, groundbreaking program to control large mergers and acquisitions among hospitals and other healthcare entities. Oregon's hospital systems are strongly tied to the program because the program focuses exclusively, uh, exclusively on big transactions, hospital deals, they would be most likely affected, although the rules also apply to insurance companies and healthcare provider groups. Hospital representatives complain the health authority's formal regulations and informal sub-regulatory guidance documents that detail the program are riddled with vague terminology and illogical restrictions. These people are from Oregon, right? They know they're from Oregon? A bill Oregon lawmakers passed last year called for the program to go live this March. Well, this could be a sad thing for a lot of folks that like the Mackenzie River. The Willamette National Forest proposed decommissioning Delta Campground on the Mackenzie River Ranger District because of damage from the 2020 Holiday Farm Fire. Mackenzie River District Ranger Darren Cross says they want their proposal to be transparent and they want to hear the community's thoughts and suggestions. The proposal is being considered because the holiday farm fire burned through the area very intensely and essentially killed all the trees in the campground, as well as the adjacent Delta Old Growth Zone. Those dead and burnt trees are considered to pose an imminent hazard to the public, making the area no longer safe or suitable for camping. The proposed action includes removing all campground infrastructure, actually any traces of the campground, including bathrooms, fire rings, signs, picnic tables, bridge remnants, and more. A virtual public meeting on the proposal has been set for March 17th via Zoom, 6.30 p.m. to 8. The Forest Service encourages virtual meeting participants to reg register at Eventbrite. 
Well, today was the last day to file for public office for the May 2020 primary, which includes running for neighborhood precinct person, governor, the legislature, county commissioner seats, water districts, and more. And we should know in the next day or two if the last remaining five Republicans in the state who are not running for governor change their mind. The Oregon Department of Education is looking for public input on the future of high school graduates. The department is hosting regional town halls in a survey asking for recommendations for changes to graduation requirements. Dan Farley, the department's director, said even though a thousand parents have responded so far, they're looking for the widest possible variety of voices. The last time the graduation requirements were created was 2007. Farley said people can leave feedback or check when the virtual town hall is coming to their area at oregonskitchentable.org until April 15th. Let's see, suggestions for high school graduation requirements. How about have some? And finally, the mayor of Eugene has condemned Russia's invasion of Ukraine in a letter to her counterpart in Eugene's sister city of Irkutsk in Russia. Eugene and Irkutsk have been sister cities since about 1988, and they've hosted delegations in both cities over the past 30 years. The last delegation from Irkutsk visited Eugene back in 2018. Venice wrote in her letter, and I find this to be the weirdest letter ever, she said, we understand that as mayor, you and your city are not responsible for this action. But as our sister city, Irkutsk is our closest diplomatic connection to the Russian government. Because of our long mutual history, we need to emphasize that our sister city relationship must not be interpreted as approval or complacency in the face of this inexcusable war. Was, was somebody actually interpreting that way? Anyway, that said, after the letter was sent off, it was passed on to Vladimir Putin, who is now in seclusion, reevaluating his life's decisions. Congratulations, Lucy. You've made a difference. <laughs> we all bow before you. <laughs> okay, now it is time for a big old industrial-sized drum of real. Yeah, unextruded, pure real with Rick. All right, thanks, Bill. <clears throat> well, here's real for you. Why do local mayors and officials think that anything they say really matters? I don't make it to Bill. I don't, they should have a voice. I got that. But, but that they make this declaration out of Eugene, Oregon, that, I mean, I'm sure that people in Russia are like going, what? And Putin, yeah, like Bill said, I'm sure he's like going to reevaluate what he's doing right now because of what the mayor of Eugene says. <laughs> This is Dr. Michael Bradlin from Chris Dental. Thanks to patients like you, my dental practice is thriving. As a result, we are in need of a couple more team members. If you or someone you know is either a dental assistant or has front desk experience, please come by my office and we can talk. Candidates must be hardworking and have excellent customer service. Patient care is absolutely our number one priority. And best of all, your vaccination status is your business, not ours. And one of our other sponsors is Dr. Michael Bradman. Of course, he's a major sponsor here with us. Another one is Transworld, Lonnie Woodruff over at Transworld Business Advisors. And what Lonnie does is help you dream a little. A lot of people have learned through COVID that uh, 
I'm not going to put up with the man or the woman anymore. I'm going to go do my own thing. And Monty can sit down with you. He works with all kinds of people over the, all over the Northwest, in fact, the country, uh, who are trying to sell businesses or people looking to buy a business. And that's what he does. He helps you find, sell, and buy a business. Um, and he's awesome at it. So he comes in once a month and kind of t answers your questions. But we want to make sure you know who he is. So if you're in that place in your life where you want to do something different or change, just meet with him and find out a little bit more. And uh, that's, you know, what, what can it hurt? It's not going to hurt at all. Um, this afternoon, uh, Jesse Lee is with the truckers uh, on the convoy, having a great time. There's a little bit of lag in the video, so just bear with her. Uh, but she <laughs> she told me the reason that it was kind of, you know, at times is because there are so many people there and so many cell phones that the towers cannot keep up. <laughs> when you're a trucker, don't mess around with them cell phones. A lot of you guys know, if you've been paying attention to the news at all, um, this convoy of trucks heading across the United States. We showed them to you here in uh, Livingston, Montana, Belgrade. And Jessie Lee, she's on the Oregon train, and they're headed out there, and she's there. And so all these trucks are converging on Washington, D.C. And Jessie joins us now, um, live now, but recorded. <laughs> live, but recorded. So Jessie... Yeah. Kind of tell people what's going on right now behind you and stuff. Yes. So we uh, we came up to the restaurant at the top of the hill because down in the uh, at the actual raceway, which I'll try to show you guys a little bit here. Um, there are so many people. It's like being at like a music festival when all the cell service and everything gets jammed. So yeah. like none of us have service. It's been kind of a mess. But if you can see down there, so we are uh, we're at a great restaurant up here just had some delicious seafood bunch of the other truckers are up here too but this uh down there at the hagerstown raceway is where we are all staged so um the convoys have been coming across the country we uh so we left from oregon with our convoy and um in from troutdale we went troutdale to boise idaho boise to Utah, Utah to Wyoming, Wyoming to Nebraska, Nebraska. We left early um, the night before we got a call and they said, hey, the Maryland, um, the People's Convoy that's already in Maryland that left February 23rd wants you to perform Saturday night. So we left Friday early, like it, well, early for us, like 8 a.m. and drove straight through the 21 hours. Thankfully, my husband was there to drive he's uh, a lot better at that than so, <laughs> the so jesse there's there's a lot of talk about what's going on what isn't going on you know okay. what i mean this is not what is this not about so um this has been for one incredibly peaceful and really well organized for what you would think uh for you know ten thousand people converging on an area with no not much pre-planning um the organizers of this event did not plan on becoming you know that it it started as a very small thing and it's just kind of blown up that i don't think they realized how many people were so passionate about this cause so um a lot of the stuff that isn't happening for one it's not disbanding <laughs> <laughs> more convoys came in last night um that have been traveling like our convoy from oregon finally got here last night and um i know virginia they were down in virginia at the raceway down there they said things were pretty unorganized but 
they're all up here now and um and things have been i mean they they have people we stayed behind yesterday to get some work done um and during the day they have people making sure all the trash is picked up but even walking around you don't see much of it they're not blocking traffic we do we go to the beltway once a day so today 10 delegates from the convoy went into um into dc they sat down they had meetings ted cruz was there um a couple other senators and um they they met with them so um the conversation has started it's needs needs to go <laughs> um so, a lot of the trucks are still just coming back i don't know if you guys can it's hard to so, see over so there jesse but. when you're when you're in this convoy when you're in this convoy riding across the country what's that like when you see all the people waving on the bridges and stuff it's been sorry for the video of my ear there um it has been so dang cool it has been i mean there's still a lot of people out there that are like Oh, you don't have the support you don't you know like it no the i mean we're talking millions of people at this point that the people we went by are different than the people that the other convoys were going by were different than the people right. who were there a week and a half two weeks ago when the initial convoy left and we saw people from while we were still with the convoy even hours when we were two and a half hours late people were still out on yeah. the roads at night. Wyoming, we drove into Wyoming to fireworks. We drove into <laughs> Wyoming to fireworks and and flags hoisted up on cranes and and this was this was the night that we were almost 3 hours behind schedule and they were still out there with this huge celebration for our little convoy that um we were probably the smallest one I think at the time um so the support and the people that have been pouring in with comments and messages and emails and um, that are just saying, you know, thank you for being out there. Thank you for giving us a voice. Thank you for doing this because we all, so many people have felt it needed to be done. And um, so the support has been just incredible and being a part of this little community that, um, I, I mean, it really is a community. They have uh, people volunteering to come fix vehicles that um, when anybody has kind of mechanical issues or somebody breaks down and you see five people pulling behind them to it's uh, it's really cool. But um, Jesse, do last thing I want to ask you, let me ask you this. So today's National Women's Day. I don't there's a technical word for it, but that's basically what it is. What is your hope for women in the United States on this on this day that recognizes them? Um. I, I, my, uh, I love, I love women. I think we bring very different things than men. I think, uh, a lot of our equality, um, a lot of the equality fight isn't quite the right fight because we need to focus on our strengths and we do women and men have different strengths and we need to celebrate and focus our strengths. And, um, that doesn't mean that women can do everything that men can, we can, but we also need to lift each other up and build up each other's strengths. And, um, I try to, um, as, as a woman, I try to be very honest with my, um, successes and my struggles that, um, that are very, that are very different than the boys I travel with. Um, but I think just, just standing up and being confident in who we are and not always, um, 
not always necessarily needing to fight against something, but to, uh, to try to just keep, um, you know, focusing on our, focusing on our strengths. And well, you, uh, instead of fighting against something, you're fighting for something. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And yes. there's a lot yes. of, a lot of good to focus on. So Jesse Lee, thank you so much for being my cub reporter there. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes, this is probably our last day. We have to head back west. We have some shows we have to get back for, but um, it's been a it's been a well, great thing. So well, sometime call me when you're getting ready to do a show, and I'll do Absolutely. a little preview. That'd be super fun. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'd love when that. We're in Nashville. We'll do one from Nashville. Cool. Yeah, yeah, we can All definitely right, do everybody. that. Jesse, thank you. Good having you here. Thank you. Amazing how I can be two places at one time. <clears throat> so now I have a connection to Nashville, which means you have a connection to Nashville. So we're going to be a little bit country here on Get Real with Rick Dancer. So a um, couple things I wanted to mention. Tomorrow night, uh, when Bill was talking about timber industry, tomorrow night we have um, a, a guy from Roseburg who created a documentary called Archie, hold on, Ashes of the Archie Creek Fire. And he's sending me a clip, of a fairly long clip, and I'm going to play that. And then we're going to talk to him. Um, he's the producer of this. Uh, Matt Hill, I think, is his name. So he'll be with us tomorrow night uh, to see that and find out a little bit more about what that's all about. Um, I also just had to bring this up just to kind of rub it a little. <clears throat> um, I'm so excited for you in Oregon. Um, Saturday, you don't have to wear masks anymore because today is so much different from Saturday. I mean, you need to wait those extra days every day that Governor Brown says, because we wouldn't want to take them off one day early. <laughs> I'm sorry, it cracks me up because here nobody wears a mask hardly ever. So um, what's our next thing? Oh, we're going to Elements Health Club. So Sarah. Health clubs, you get more than a workout. You get results-driven fitness and nutrition help no matter where you're starting in your health journey. You get luxury club benefits like a heated pool, hot tub, sauna, steam room, and wellness centers. You get academy-level group training classes like HIT, boxing, TRX, and barbell strength. And your kids get childcare centered around movement with activity and a purpose. You get three convenient locations with one membership. All the amenities of a luxury health club with the membership prices of a neighborhood gem. Elements Health Clubs, we are more than a workout. Oh, she's so cute, isn't she? Don't you think? She's so cute. I love that commercial showing her a little body off. <laughs> Doing her thing. Yeah, you know? example for us, isn't she? So Kim Stark joins us now because it is our Elements of a Healthy Life night. It and is. so you have a little information and you have an interview with a great story. So I'm just going to get out of your way and you do your thing. <laughs> you started us off with Jesse. That was so perfect of her talking about being out there fighting. Of course, there's women fighting everywhere right now, but we won't get into all that sad stuff. But it is International Women's Day today. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about it. This year's theme is Break the Bias. So there's some um, there's a theme on there. You can go to their website and learn more about International Women's Day and what it entails. And of course, Elements, our sponsor of A Healthy Lifestyle. And tonight we're going to talk with Leah Gaskins, who's the general manager over at the West Eugene Club. Thanks for joining us, Leah. Hello. Well, thank you very much for having me, Kim. It's so nice to have you on here. 
So Leah, you um, talked with a woman this morning. We're going to try to get her on next week. One of your members who is, uh, did you say 95? Is she? A 94 today. 94 today. So cute. Um, and I know you put a little post up about her. So our hope is to have her join us maybe next week and, and tell us about her story. And tell us a little bit about what this means to you as a, a member of Elements and how this whole day kind of comes. Yeah, I'm sure you guys talked about it a little bit today at the club. It's been almost a little bit emotional and um, kind of feeling like winning. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually had cancer in 2017 and almost lost my life several times. Um, at the time that I was diagnosed in March of 17, I was in my top physical shape since I was about 17. My long runs on Saturdays were about nine miles and wow. it was no problem eating really well, taking really good care of myself, diagnosed and everything went downhill from there. Spent the entire day or the entire year just fighting. Um, mm. It's really interesting because when you go through that, um, everyone around you kind of wants to take care of you and you really have to stand up and be proactive for yourself, make your own decisions, you know, do your own research on everything because everyone around you is just going to say, Hey, um, why don't you just do a GoFundMe? Stop working. You shouldn't be working. Mm. And so, um, trying to help, but yeah. Right. And so that experience really taught me a lot. Um, by the end of that year, at the end of chemo, I was actually out of breath, just taking a shower. I wasn't able to work the entire time. And that was really important um, for me just to stay me and to right. still have satisfaction and being able to be productive human in society. Mm. Once I moved back to Eugene, um, the first thing I did was get back to the classes in the community at Elements Health Clubs West Eugene. Okay. So it's really, really ironic that I'm now the general manager here. Yeah. All worked out like this because uh, I come with a lab uh, background and um, thanks to COVID, I mean, there was positive things that came out of it. How many years have you been cancer free? Um, so I would say three years. Okay. All right. So how has Elements helped with your recovery? Well, uh, Terry Nation here is one of the head instructors and mm -hmm. she holds several group classes. And her groups of people are more like a family and a community. Mm -hmm. And so I remember my first time coming in, you know, she was like uh, messaging me and saying, you just have to do it. You just have to get in here. And I'm like, I can't, I can't keep up. I'm not going to, you know, I don't know how well I'm going to do. I'll be embarrassed. Right. But I came, you know, I, I came and the entire class at the end, Terry, like mentioned it, I was at the, the back of the room. Um, I maybe did about 25% of what everybody else did, but it was okay. Yeah. Right. And so she said something in the large, large group of people, uh, that day. And I can't tell you like the hugs, the cheering, try not to get emotional. Um, just the group of people here. It's all, it's a lot of the same people are still here today. Right. Three and a half years later. And they're not just like that with me. They're like that with every new person that comes in here. And so being a part of that positivity and helping other people understand that it doesn't matter where you're at on your journey, um, we're gonna help you and we're gonna show you the way and your yeah. way, you know, not our way, so. 
Exactly. I think that's what a lot of people, I'm so glad you shared your story. I think that's what a lot of people don't realize when they think gym. Um, you know, some people might just think it's uh, just a, a gold gym type of place. You walk in and you work out and you don't socialize. You know, when you get into these classes and you really become family with people at your gym, um, it, it's so it's so important. And it, it does bring you through these kind of things. So um, I'm so happy to hear that you're doing so well. Thanks Thank for sharing you. your your very personal story. Um, and then we'll try to get, we'll try to get some members on next week. You guys were trying to feature a member each week. So if you know someone in the community too, let us know. Um, we can, it may be you, we might want to feature you out there. <laughs> so Leah, also real quick, you do, now you help other people struggling with cancer. Um, you know, you do through the rowing and, you know, all the different things that it, it, does that feel like a mission thing for you or like that? It's just like, um, so definitely, um, I had a tremendous uh, guy who was my oncologist. He saved my life several times. And um, about about four months into chemo, I was still running two to three miles a day where everyone around me was saying, this is on top of working. Everyone around, oh, don't do that. You're doing too much. You know, you got to stop. My oncologist was like, exercise, exercise, exercise. People just don't realize how important it is to get your body moving, you know, um, what it does just for every system in your body and thinking about what you're putting into it. And it's just it's so important. Yeah, I did it the whole time I was having radiation treatment. That's right. And it's like my doctor said, you go down there and fight me. I'm going to blast you with radiation. You go throw blood back into those things, the good cells that I that I damage. And right. and I, I think that's all bullshit. I mean, I think it was just, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's, re I don't think that really happens, but it didn't matter. I got that in my head mm -hmm. and I'd go in there and the nurses, they're not nurses, they were technicians, would be standing there and they'd go, did you go to the gym today? I go, no, blast me with your radiation and I'm going <laughs> to kick your ass at the gym. And yeah. they thought that was so funny, but it, I think it really kept me going. You know what I mean? I, so, I couldn't have made it without it. I don't know that I would be alive today if I had not pushed as hard as I did. At the end, um, the nurse practitioner I was running her office, um, actually, I looked so awful that she didn't want me to take the stairs up to the office anymore. She wanted me to take the elevator and I refused. And, you know, it's like, I am not taking the elevator. <laughs> and it, yeah. might take, it took me a while to get up there, but you just, you just got to do it. Yeah. Do it for yourself. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Now that, okay. You want to know what International Women's Day is all right. about? Yep. It's about strong women like Kim and Leah and people that are willing to just go out there and do this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, that's, mm -hmm. I think sometimes we make a big deal out of stuff when it's like, we got strong women. You just have to look for them. You know, <laughs> we're and everywhere. Yeah, that's appreciate everywhere. your time. Yeah. <laughs> you're, take, you're taking over. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, See Leah. Later, <laughs> I know. Awesome. I yeah. I thought about that. I said, you know what? She's got a story to share herself. So there we go. That worked out. That worked out well tonight. Um, Rick, did you uh, did you want to see the egg real quick? I did bring oh, it. Guys, Kim, Kim has a question. Okay. So if anyone has chickens, so I, we're going to go to health related questions after this. I guess it's kind of health. If anyone has chickens out there. So I have the same two chickens that we've had for, I don't even know, two years or something that we just have two now. We used to have more and they lay the same eggs. Okay. So I don't know if it'll show though, Rick, how the size oh. difference. So here's the yeah. one I get this morning. Ooh. And I wish it could really show the difference oh, on it here. Does. It does. I does see. it show so, yeah. wait, so I put it on Facebook and I'm like, is this normal? Because I have not had one of these. And now I've got all sorts of comments about how there could be two yolks. Yeah, there could or, be three. Right? You had chickens, didn't you? Have chickens no, at all? we never you guys did. Okay. We learned. 
It's so funny though. It looks like an ostrich egg. So everyone's mm -hmm. saying it'll be really good to eat and okay, I, I so, kind of want to save it. <laughs> so next week um, you have to update us on how many yolks were in that egg. Okay. All right. We'll have to cut and, it open and, and we'll take a picture. I'm not trying to be gross, but when that chicken did that, it was probably. <laughs> My first thought was, gosh, dang it. I mean, they are loud anyway, but poor thing, right? That couldn't have felt too good. Maybe right, we'll give, me your health, give me your health questions. Okay. Oh, let's do What should we do tonight? How about this one? Have Has anyone out there heard of oil pulling? And now someone's going to go Google so it right now. It? What is? Oil pulling. Oil pulling. pulling. Like pulling someone. I did not know what this was. And now I think I'm going to be kind of into it. So this is our Elements Health Club question of the night. Question of the, question of the night. We'll is, do on Tuesdays. Okay, yeah, so next Tuesday pulling? you have to tell us. So what is oil pulling? Have you heard? Do we have them comment on here. Or should we have them tell us next Tuesday? What should we do? Oh wait, Tim does it. Oh Tim. Tim Slay works with me. Tim, you don't look like okay. the kind of guy that would oil pull. <laughs> Yeah, there's really a look to. Okay, Rick, do you know what it is? I think I did yeah, already. Tell us what it is. Okay. okay. So, so oh. May is just laughing. Karen's just okay, saying hi because she doesn't want to thing. What um, we should be doing is the in the USA. <laughs> Tony, good answer. That was good. good. And you know what? I didn't even mean for that irony today. That's a I just great, on the it. day that he stops the Russian oil, what is pulling? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, okay. I meant to do that. Not sure okay, what oil so pulling. Jamie, you don't know. All right, so oil pulling. So you can do it with. I used coconut oil. I tried it this morning. You can do it with uh, other oils as well, but coconut it has like no taste, and you swish for they say up to twenty minutes. Can you imagine? I did five minutes this morning, and that was plenty long. It gets the bacteria, the bad bacteria, out of your mouth, and it can help with like if you it help can help prevent bad breath, and it gets rid of the bacteria in the morning, and you do it on an empty stomach, and then it can help you help your teeth and help like with your gums. Just from swishing with so oil. We put like coconut, liquid coconut oil. Well, I used the actual, like in a jar that's, that's you know, because once you spoon it in your mouth, it turns to liquid in a second. Yeah. And then you just swish it around. And you swish it around. Yeah. I mean, that could be the easiest health tip, right? You guys probably have some at your house. We do. Oh, and we'll have to be sure to spit it out. Christy said, and also you guys, you're not supposed to spit it into your sink because of the drains, apparently. So I spit it outside, but you could spit it in the trash, I suppose. You know, coconut oil works for a lot of things. Right? Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> it's got a lot of benefits. And randomly, I saw this. Gwyneth Paltrow had posted. She has a, her own company, and she's the one who said she does it every morning. And she looks pretty good. So I'm like, okay, well, let's try this. Eat a tablespoon. Okay. So Anna, Anna eats a it. tablespoon of coconut oil. She eats it. Yeah. I, I think Tim does too. I'm, I and think Melissa says it keeps your teeth white. See? So it also keeps, I think it also kind of helps to fill you. He, I think Tim puts it in some kind of a shake. He okay. Yes. It's but good in smoothies. Because it actually keeps the, the fat makes you not hungry. Yes, it does. And you know what else <laughs> with COVID taste loss? Ooh. Um, oh, he puts coffee. it in his coffee. His coffee. coffee. I've done that. I've done that. It's good. Another thing is popcorn. Uh, make your popcorn with it. With coconut, coconut oils. Or, yep. Coconut. If you like coconut, which I do. So you guys, I don't know. I think all of our audience, you should be paying for this. This is valuable information. I know, I mean, right? We should be charging for this. You know what okay. I mean? Charging for the new Elements Healthcare. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I oil. oil takes a while to work up to twenty. It yeah, it will take a while to do twenty minutes. But I'm so I'm so fascinated that so many of you already do this. Gosh, I was behind the times. Yes, yeah, Kim, you and I don't know anything. Of course, you're the woman who brings a large egg and doesn't know what the hell your chicken. I know. I was like, what is this? Yeah, I think that's well, animal abuse. <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
I promise I didn't do anything. I let them out more often. So is that it? Um, and next week we'll have a new question for them. Okay. Okay. So that's, I like this. We'll do this every week. The Elements Health Club question yep. of the week. Yep. It'll be some health question. If you guys have one, bring it on. Go for it. You could even just comment on in here. Bad fat. Bad fat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kim. Have a good night. We'll see you. All on right. Thursday. Bye, guys. All right. Hey, and if you guys have events going on, like if you're a business or a nonprofit or something, get a hold of us and I'll send it to Kim and we'll announce it on Thursday night. Um, that's what she does on Thursdays is uh, gives us a lot of things going on. Doing chemo, it helped with mouse sores. Oh, seriously, Melissa? That's crazy. Okay. That's super cool. Um, okay. So to finish the night off, um, Elements likes to sponsor a travel thing. And a couple of years ago, Kathy and I went to Redmond, Oregon. The oldest hotel in downtown was bought by this group. And they renovated it. And it is such a cool place. I want to just spend the next four minutes showing this to you. Watch. Uh, check it out. And it's probably changed just a little bit, but I don't think too much. sales and marketing manager here at SCP Redmond Hotel. It's Soul Community Planet. Um, we wanted our pillars to be in our name. We care about the soul, which is, you know, making sure when you stay somewhere, you don't stray too far from your personal values. We want you to be able to eat healthy, to exercise, and a lot of the chain hotels don't really allow you to do that. So we wanted to give you the chance to be able to kind of stick with your home when you're away from home. Um, community, we really believe strongly in a sense of community. Redmond is growing. Bend is already very established, and we want people in the community of Redmond to have a place to come, feel like they can meet with others in the community that are like-minded and get together to kind of brainstorm and live the life that we want to live here along with Soul Community Planet and then Planet, of course, everything we do here is in intentional. We want to give back to the planet from you know, our 500-year-old Douglas fir floors that were original from the hotel um, to, you know, our living plant walls that you'll see all over here, our vegan forward menu, we have a composting program, our further bath program, our, our further soap products in the rooms, um, which is really exciting. We took recycled vegetable oil from restaurants in the area and turned it into soaps um, that you can use. Yeah, so the soaps in your bathroom, soaps, lotions, everything in your room is all recycled from um, hotel restaurant oil and we turned it into shampoo and conditioner or further did the, the company further and it's yeah it's our, our highest rated amenity it smells fantastic there's really nothing like this here I mean it, it is a community that's becoming a lot younger right now and there's a lot of people coming over for the data centers in Prineville and people that just kind of want to break from all the hustle bustle and bend and so this is developing and there really wasn't a place for the community to meet and we want to be that place so come see us here it's awesome Again, we give a, a large percentage of our, our profits back to charity, but our number one um, kind of company that we support is One Tree, One Planet. And for every guest that stays here with us, we, do, we plant a tree in their honor. So um, we try to specifically focus on the Oregon um, regrowth. So we'll plant a tree here in Oregon and reforest for every guest that stays with us. And that's across all of our properties. Um, the herbs that we put in our drinks and on, of our, on our dishes are grown right here. So you'll see those back there along the side here. All natural plants. You know, I go to the grocery store and I see five people I know and they say hi and they're excited to see me. Um, I'm on the city boards, I'm on councils, I'm involved in my community. It's just, you care and you want 
the community to succeed because they care about you and they want you to succeed. So it just, it's a different, completely different pace of life. And I loved growing up in LA, but this is just, the people are so nice. And I mean, I have everything in my backyard. I have, you know, growing up as a trail runner, I have Smith Rock five minutes from where I live. Um, I have the river right here, the mountains. So it just has everything for me and I love it. 49 rooms, um, we're a smaller hotel, but each room is intentionally designed and they're all different. The hotel has so much history, it's kind of an interesting shape. It originally was, I think, closer to 70 or 100 rooms and we cut a lot of those um, in, uh, you know, kind of made two of them together. We combined the rooms, cut some walls down and they didn't used to have bathrooms in them, a lot of them. It was more of a hostel style. So we put a bathroom in each room, opened some of them up, but each room has its own story. And I think eventually our plan is to give them all their own names. We have some that we, we plan to put little climbing walls in the room and we'll give it its own name, maybe the Smith Rock Room. Um, but we want every time you stay here for you to have a different experience and really draw the outdoors in. I'd like to share It's a really, really cool hotel, <clears throat> and it's right down in the heart of Redmond, and all the really good restaurants are right around there as well. It's such an easy place to maneuver. So yeah, I tell you, a couple of breweries outside Wild Ride is just down the street from there, and uh, there's another one we did a story on, and I can't remember the name, uh, Kolsch, is that right? Kolsch? Yeah, I think it is. Um, and they're right down there, just down the street from there, and a really good coffee shop right down there too. Uh, well, that's it for tonight. So tune in tomorrow night because you're going to meet the producer of this movie, this documentary, Ashes of Archie Creek, The Fire. Um, Matt Hill will be joining us tomorrow. <clears throat> Bill will be here. Oh, Bill won't be here. We're going to have a little more time for Matt because Bill has uh, some stuff he's got to do with his dad. And so he will be off tomorrow, uh, but we will have much more for you. And then Friday, Bill will be back, or Thursday, and Bill will be back. And we'll be also talking with, uh, oh, I can't remember. Oh, Dr. Michael Bratman is going to be here. That'll be a wild show. Uh, he and I are going to talk about why he does what he does, from shaming people to <laughs> everything. When he's talking about his new commercial, we're going to talk about that. Putting up billboards to back the blue, putting up billboards to stop the mandates, speaking out against mask mandates. Um, and all that kind of stuff. He will be here on Thursday to chat with you about that. You're going to like that one. I, I think you will. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's it for now. Share this on your page so other people get to look at it and introduce them to our, our show and what we do. Uh, we really do appreciate that. Live from the snowy uh, Livingston, Montana tonight, uh, my wife and I are going to go down to the Mint and have a beer because it's been a long, long day. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Have a